Thanks for tuning in to Light the Fuse on Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, brother! What's going on, everybody? I already put myself off a mute by accident. What's up, Justin? (laughs) What's up, man? What's going down? Uh, Just hanging out uh, today uh, at work, and uh, some pretty big news dropped, and we've been talking about doing these little bitty, like, uh, smaller shows and stuff, talking about the news and everything, because of the way my work is now and stuff like that, I really can't do, like, long recap shows like after uh the dynamite and stuff so like i mean now uh we're here and we're going to be talking about like news things here and there uh and this would be like the first one that we started with and hey what a big one to start off with because i mean this is some you know this is one of those things that like uh can be as big as like what was happening uh in wrestling during like um you know like the monday night wars to be honest with you Mm -hmm. uh it's one of those uh news things that you would hear during that time like oh my god like so and so is doing this and so and so is doing that but yeah but yeah like uh i'm gonna let you like go ahead go ahead and do like a little bit of a overview of what happened and what we're talking about right well uh woke up this morning to some some very um surprising news i think you know there were rumblings uh, about that uh, cody rhodes his contract had expired with AEW at the end of 2021 and uh, we're working on a new deal with AEW. Things fell through. The two sides could not come to an agreement. And Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes have left AEW. Uh, they are gone from the company. The reports later on in the day seem to indicate that he is working on negotiations with WWE to join them uh, or rejoin them, if you would. Um, and I think this is shocking, I think, for a lot of wrestling fans who considered Cody to be one of, like, the faces of AEW, somebody that was instrumental in the founding of the company, uh, of All In, their first, what a lot of people consider their first show, and, uh, yeah, it's just a big deal, and I think the the most shocking part of of all this is, uh, that he's most likely going to be joining WWE, and, you know, uh, it's in some, some people's first, I, I know your first impression, Tyler, a couple other people that I talked to, like, we're like, this has got to be a work. That's their first. It's just like one of those things. It's almost too crazy to believe. Um, but, uh, doesn't look like that is the case here. Looks like he very much has left AEW. The lawyers were involved. He wanted a certain amount of money. AEW was not willing to offer him that kind of money, which was a lot of money. Um, and now it looks like maybe the big guys have offered him that kind of money. So we'll see how this goes. Story has progressed. There's some more details that have gone, that have come out throughout the day, um, which we can get into it here. Um, real quickly before we get Justin's thoughts, I want to shout out to Eric the Great in the chat for giving us a follow. 
We really appreciate it. If you haven't already, uh, make make sure to take the time to follow the channel here if you're watching this on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash LGR Network. We really appreciate it. But, yeah, Justin, thoughts on Cody leaving AEW? Look, man, it, this is going to be like, look, I, I was telling you before we even started this that until it's official, until I see Cody step over there to the WWE, that I still think there's this chance for it to be a work. And like I told you, like, if this is a work, like, you know, like if, if this is uh, where basically they're had this thing planned out where Cody Rhodes is actually leaving and all this stuff and like his contract in it and everything. And they've set it up this well, like, man, this is almost perfection. Uh <laughs> If they pulled this off, if they pulled this off, right? Like this is yeah. like this. And, and look, because AEW is pretty good, like at setting up story and paying attention to detail, unlike the WWE stuff that's been happening for the last year, two years or so. There is a slim chance that this could be just a really good work job because, like I've told you before, when we used to do the AEW. Uh, dynamite recaps right like this is going to be more of a new show but like we used to do the wednesday night after aw dynamite went off air we would do like a little bit of recap and talk about what happened and like i said scheduling stops us from doing that uh now but uh with that being said there was like a show for instance right where uh they had a cage that was above the ring and everything else and there was some stuff happening and they happened to throw in the detail of someone going in Tony Khan's office and stealing the controls for the cage, right? WWE would not go through and tell you that part of the story. WWE would have the cage just came down and nobody knows why it's coming down, right? Like there's nothing like there's no explanation for it. It doesn't even make sense kind of thing. And AEW found the need and the time to like actually think about that when they were doing that story angle, right? Like, Oh wait, we got to have a reason why this cage is coming down. It don't make sense for some random dude to just start having the cage come down. So they actually put a story in there. And, and because of that, because of them being detailed on a lot of things, and I know like that not every storyline that they do is that detailed because of the fact you really just can't, you got so much stuff going on. Like I actually believe that this could be like a super great, just like the best work in the world. Because here's the thing. When it comes to like Cody, the things he like, did promos about you know the thing he did like basically taking a shot into triple h with the sledgehammer and the throwing oh, yeah. and everything else like a lot of those decisions were done in the early days where he had more say so so he really felt that way right like he felt that way towards the wwe <clears throat> he felt that way towards like say triple h and everything else like so that stuff to me like even though it was promos and even though it was fake i actually think that overall like that was actually true to heart. Like that stuff he really wanted to kind of get off his chest and everything else. Right. So now you're telling me, and and this is my problem that I have with it. You go off and you help build this company. Right. And let's say he does actually go to WWE and get on the show and start actually participating in signs of contract. At this point. And I always hate people saying this, this will be like the first time I've said this in years because I always hate, like I hated when Metallica cut their hair and did a new album and people called them a sellout, right? Just because they changed their hairstyle and everything else. It's like people use the word sellout for so many reasons and, and it doesn't even need to be done and, and are said. 
if if Cody Rhodes actually like leaves AEW and goes to WWE, like for whatever the reason, like this is the ultimate sellout. Like you put across there, across the whole thing, that you were helping start this new wrestling organization to go up against something that you hate because they treated you like pure garbage. And now you're using the opportunity now to like be able to join AEW or not, WWE and just get a pocketbook, right? Just get some money. Mm, yeah. Because I'm going to tell you guys one thing right now. This is what's going to happen. I, I, call me Nostradamus, whatever you want to call me, right? Call me a psychic. But if he joins the WWE, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be two weeks to a month to where Cody Rhodes is the best thing on that fucking channel, like mm-hmm. on those shows, like and whatnot. And they'll, they'll probably even put him over big time, right? Like, he'll be sure. getting victories over some of the biggest people. Yeah. Shit, it wouldn't surprise me if they even let him be the first person, like, right out the gate that takes the belt from, like, uh, Roman Reigns, who's Roman had it for, Reigns, like, ever right, right now, right? Yeah. But, like, right after that, it goes to shit. Because it mm. always does. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 50-50 booking for him, just like everybody else. Yep. And then after they put him over, he's going to be sitting there, uh, thrust into the thralls of like being mid pack because everybody over there except for Roman Reigns and a Brock Lesnar uh, feels mid man. They all feel like they're in the same level. They're in that same zone, and that's what I don't mm-hmm. understand sometimes, and I don't like that much about WWE is because everyone feels like they're in that same level. Like, and and, and you don't really need that, right? You need some people to be towards the bottom. You need some people to be in the yeah. mid card area, and you need people to be the big stars. Now, with that being said, on AEW side, I actually think this is good. Like, if this isn't a work and he does go to WWE, I actually think this is good for WWE. I'm going to tell you right now, Brandy was not good for the Justin, AEW. great minds think alike. And yeah. I, I was thinking Brandy along is, the same lines. Right. Brandy is not good for AEW. Okay. We saw that with that last promo. She that tried Lambert thing. Lambert. And she always wanted to push her way in and have some kind of spotlight or have some kind of thing she was doing. And she shouldn't have. She should have just been behind the scenes the whole time, right? Every now and then show up on a show, maybe even be like a supporter of a certain uh, woman's wrestler that she's coming out almost like a valet or manager or something like that. And maybe down the road, if she got better at wrestling, be more a part of the actual show where she's actually trying to wrestle or whatnot. But let me tell you something. That match they were trying to set up was going to be pure garbage. So her now and Paige Van Zant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and Paige Van Zant was not going to be good. It was going to no. be grotesque, like and, and not not grotesque. <laughs> it it might have been like a, a a horrible match that was also somewhat enjoyable, but yeah, it would have been horrible nonetheless. But yeah, like, like so I, that that was going to be horrible. So now that's off yeah. the table. So now I don't have to worry <laughs> okay, about seeing good. that train wreck. Yeah, right? that's good. Uh, Dude, and pretty Cody, much everything they ever did with Brandy was a disaster in AEW. I hate to say it, but right. Yeah. And and Cody, like I was all for this story that they might be telling because I do believe Cody is one of the better storytellers in wrestling. Like I still do. Like no matter what he does, like whatever, dude. He, he oh, he's yeah. good. Like I like Cody Rhodes as far as a wrestler and stuff and storyteller. But if he was truly doing the whole like I'll never turn heel kind of situation, if that was true, which it may have been, right? Because they've probably been getting pressures of him turning heel and like he didn't like it and didn't really want to. And he kept doing those promos saying he wouldn't ever turn heel because of this, this or this or whatever. Like that also is garbage. Like you're people was wanting you to turn heel for a reason. You over exaggerate yourselves. 
Yeah, yeah. You well, he over exaggerates himself. Like he he's the only one that comes out the center of the thing. Like whenever it's like mm-hmm. at the very beginning, like whenever he comes out, you know, he comes out from this underground and it slowly rises, and it's this big spectacle every time that he comes out and does anything, right? Like you, he himself, the way he booked himself, right? Because let's say he had a lot of control over that. Of a lot of times of who he faced, who he was going to face, and how he's going to be perceived. And he's the one that made those choices, right? To be gaudy, to be coming out the way he does and everything else. And people naturally is going to want him to be, play heel. And they're going to want him to, like, get beat by some of these rising stars and stuff. Like yeah. a, like a Malachi Black and everything. Andrade, so, yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly, right. So, yeah. like, with all that being said, like, I actually, and because of the the way the AEW has grown and grown so fast and added all these great stars, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Cody Rhodes, even though he's like super good, like he's he's not up to par with say like a uh, uh, Brian Danielson, right? Like he's not sure. he's yeah. he's not up to par with that guy. Like if in, an even in wrestling, yeah, in ring in, yeah. in ring perspective, yes, exactly right. Like and and all that. So and he, and his stars like lost a little bit of luster because the people coming yeah. in have big star power themselves. So like I even think people got excited for you know like Keith Lee coming in and stuff like that, but that just opens up the door and room where you don't have to do these convoluted Cody Rhodes stories now, mm-hmm. and you open up big time spots like for yep. some of these other wrestlers. So like I actually think overall this is a positive for ADW. Some people look at it, especially the what people I've heard online and stuff call them e drones. Like the e drones out there, <laughs> yeah. the WWE people, right? Like they're going to be like, "Oh, <laughs> see, look, I, we got one of your guys." <laughs> and like the funny part about that is, is like all the time, AEWs get those same people trash AEW for getting WWE what they call WWE stars, even though most of them started somewhere else and then came to the yeah. WWE. Like they they give AEW crap about that. So like now it's WWE doing that. So let's see if those same people talk that trash. And say the same things about the WWE. Oh, look at them just getting AEW stars now. Because, like, I'm going to tell you, Cody Rhodes never got to the star level that he got at AEW while he was in WWE. No. He became a bigger no. star after he left the WWE, whenever, before even Honor. AEW started. Yeah, Need Ring of Honor. Honor, all doing all those shows and independent circuits and stuff. And then he came to AEW. He became a bigger star that he has never, he's ever had, ever, period. Yeah. And uh, but, yeah, and, yeah, and and thus because of that, I think he arguably at the early stages of, of AEW, you could have argued that he was the, one of their bigger stars, if not their biggest star, you know. And then they did the whole stipulation where he couldn't ever challenge for the world title again. And I think that, uh, overall, ultimately was a detriment because there was a real opportunity for them to put Cody over as one of their big stars and have him win the world title and establish it that way. And by putting that stipulation on the table and saying AEW is never going to back down to stipulations, which they still haven't, that that puts a bit of a um, a handicap, I think, on his overall booking, his long term booking. So with that sort of being established, I think this is a, almost a result of that ultimately, because now, as you said. There's almost not enough room for somebody like Cody on that roster with bringing in somebody like a Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Keith Lee, you know, Andrade, Malachi Black, all these guys. And yeah, it's just it, it's it's tough. And I feel like for a while now, the fans have really kind of 
considered AEW has sort of moved on from from Cody. And I think Cody has always sort of tried to keep pushing himself as the babyface. And as the last year or two has gone on, he's really gotten a heel reception because people do not like it. It wasn't like a booing him because he was a, a good heel. It was booing him because they did not like his character. We did not, as fans, like what they were doing with his storyline, with his angle. So, um, you know, it's just, I think, a sort of culmination of all of that. And it, I definitely think that's part of it. That's not the only part of it. There's plenty more, and we can get into a few more details here that have come out. Um, a couple things that were saying that there was one instance where, uh, and this was from Andrew Zarian, uh, who was saying that there was one point where they had that Forbes article and Tony Khan sort of put himself o over as the guy for AEW. And Cody may have gotten some jealousy because of that or taken offense to that because he was really the guy and he was very heavily involved with booking the, the show. Yeah. And he was in guerrilla position all that time. So it's a very complicated dynamic. Listen, here goes the deal uh, with that. To me, if this happens to come out that some of those things are the reason why he's leaving. Bro, I leave, I lose a lot of respect for Cody Rhodes. Mm, like, and I've heard that from a lot of other people. I hate him and dislike yeah. him, but I lose a lot of respect from Cody Rhodes. Because, yeah. like, let me tell you mm. something, son. If it wasn't for uh, Tony Khan, like, you don't have a promotion. You don't have a company. Yeah. You don't. He gave you the money to do what you needed to do and everything else, right? And then, like, let me tell you something. When you're running a promotion, like, I get at the very beginning what they were doing because Tony Khan, even though big, huge wrestling fan, like, since the day he's been there, he didn't know how to really run and structure a show, right? He needed that right. help from people like the Young Bucks, Cody Rose, even Dustin Eddie Rose, Omega. all yeah. those people in the back, right? He needed that help. But, like, and now he learned it. So now he's feeling more comfortable with it, and he's taking more control because there's also that report where he basically said all the EVPs have taken a step back away from being creative and all that stuff. You need to have that. You don't need to have Cody Rhodes, like, actually being – a big player in creative when he's one of the stars because it looks bad. That's why they even did the angle to where like, if he lost that one match, he would never challenge for the W for the AEW world title again, because like he kind of needed to, because it would look bad every time he would put himself in a match that was yeah. for the AEW world championship. They did that for a good reason. And I think that's awesome. And that's one of the reasons why when I heard that he was like leaving and like everything else and all that. One of the things I was like, Oh, it makes sense. Right. Cause if he leaves and say he comes back, then when he comes back, the contract's a new contract and now he can yep. go for the AEW title. And I thought exactly. that he had deserved it. Right. Cause they went to two over two years worth of programming without him yeah. trying to get the title. Right. So yeah. I actually thought that he would deserve. And, and I thought they were at a, a point a where they could. Yeah. And they could have had a point now where, he was a free agent, so he could be like, oh, I'm a free agent. I can challenge for the title kind of deal. And, you know, I, I there was, a, I think, some great fantasy booking for, by some people. I think Tranquilo Club was a great channel. You should definitely all go check out on YouTube. He was a big Cody supporter for years, and he was saying that, like, oh, man, the ultimate thing that they could do here would be Cody goes back on his word. He challenges for the title as a free agent. He beats Hangman Page. He finally hits the uh, the pedigree. And becomes that thing that he always sort of hated and feared. But now it's almost like a, a an almost crazy different dynamic where if he goes back to WWE, he is now sort of joined up with the enemy and then become that enemy in real life, not in storyline in AEW, but in for real. 
You know, and it would just be kind of an interesting thing to see. I, I'm going to tell you, if he joins uh, WWE, the most interesting thing is not going to be the wrestling because we all know Cody yeah. Rhodes is pretty good wrestler. And right. Sometimes it's going to be, be super books. great. That match he just had recently with uh, with uh, uh, number, I almost said the wrong Sammy name. Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. That match he just had that ladder yes. match is what truly a, way to a go great out. Match. Look at this spot. Oh yeah. Look at this. Oh man. my God. I mean, some of the Jesus things that, Christ. That, yeah, yeah. Some of the things that Cody <laughs> Rhodes can do is pretty good. Still yeah. awesome in the ring. Uh, the thing about it is, though, is going to be the promo stuff. Because, yeah. like I say, he Great took shots promo. at WWE all the time. He took shots mm-hmm. at WWE all the time. And because in AEW, they don't script promos, that's because he wanted to. Yeah. Right? He wanted to say those things. He wasn't told to say those things. He wanted to add those to his promos. So when he goes to WWE and cuts a promo, right, is he going to come out and try to, like, bash or say some shit towards AEW? Nah, I don't know. That's going to be interesting because I know if he yeah. does, like, so there's going to be some people at AEW side, especially with Tony Khan, that's going to want to take those shots back. Because yeah. guess what, bro? Like, things got a little too a little too hard for you. You wasn't the automatic – he wasn't the automatic star anymore. Like, you got to look at it. Like, and he didn't deserve to be at this point. Like, that was the whole point is to grow into a thing to where Cody Rose – like, if you're making a new promotion, you're one of the wrestlers – your whole deal should be like, okay, cool. I have to be a star now because like we're starting this thing out, but you should be proud two years down the road that your promotion's gotten big enough to where you're not the big guy anymore. Like where you can do some storyline stuff that you want to do and have a lot of fun and everything. But guess what? You yeah. helped start this. Now you're, you're not the guy the anymore. Shuffle, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the big main guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I do want to do is uh, before we get too far behind, because I do want this to yeah. be like a kind of a fan. like Sure, yeah, uh, let's read some thing. of those comments. One quick final <laughs> thing I'll say before we read some of these comments is that uh, I really honestly don't have any faith in WWE to book this guy properly. Uh, I just don't. It, it, Vince doesn't seem to be competent at all anymore, and I really just don't have any sort of trust that they're going to properly uh, do anything with Cody. But um, I'm going to go yeah, ahead and tell you. Even during the invasion angle, even before that, before the actual invasion angle, whenever WWE bought WCW, even before that, if you remember, you had some people come over, uh, people like Chris Jericho before that even happened. You also had people like uh, Chris Benoit and stuff like that come over, like uh, Saturn and everything else came and Eddie Guerrero all came over before that whole invasion angle, all before WWE bought WCW. But the reason why I bring that up and point those guys out, even those guys, when they first came to WWE, they got job for a second. Mm-hmm. Even when they first came in, they were made to lose matches. He's done that. Sure. Uh, Vince McMahon's done that ever since, ever. Anytime anybody yep. ever comes from another promotion, they'll have one Monday night where they make a surprise appearance and they do something kind of cool and everything and it's all hyped up. But yep. then they lose a match. They might win their first match, but they're going to definitely start losing matches right afterwards. And mm-hmm. they're going to put one of their bigger stars over them. So, like, you'll have Cody Rhodes come in. He'll probably do something cool, shock and surprise, maybe even attack Roman Reigns or something like that, right? Yeah. But then, like, within a couple of weeks, uh, Roman Reigns will be beating the shit out of right. Cody Rhodes. Well, let's, like, it'll be one happen. of those things like, okay, Roman Reigns beats Brock at WrestleMania. Raw after WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes debuts, and – Pins Roman Reigns in a match. Oh, they're so desperate, match. bro. They're right. so desperate. Okay, then that sets up a match for fucking stupid pay per view B after the, after Mania kind of thing. Roman versus Cody. You think, oh, Cody might actually do it? Nah, he just loses. 
That's I'm going to tell you do. right now, like, we're going to talk about another story after the Cody one, which Cody one's going to take yeah. most of our time here. But uh, we're going to talk about another story afterwards. It shows how desperate they truly are. Yeah. And like it wouldn't surprise me if 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 he does want to come over that they do everything in their power to get him to be at WrestleMania. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But like, yeah, yeah. let's go through some yeah. of this. Eric the Great. Uh, I think the only reason for Cody to go back to the WWE is if they agreed to give him a run at the big one and paid him mm-hmm. more. I'd make sure it wasn't a long term contract for sure. And then he has, and yeah, it could be a hundred percent of work. And then also, he really has nothing left to do at any other promotion. Like, we can hit off what he's talking about a little bit here. Like, yeah, I, I definitely agree. They they obviously, if he goes to WWE, and that's not even set in stone yet, like supposedly they're in talks or whatever. But, I mean, Cody can go do his own thing for a while. He doesn't have to, like, go to something immediately. But let's say, uh, you know, I just don't – if he does, yeah, there's going to be promises. But how far those promises are, how 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 truly impactful those promises are, it's going to be something that's going to be yet to be seen, right? I mean, yeah. because, like, look, man, I'm sorry, but, like, and maybe Cody being there, maybe if he had creative control, maybe he could throw some really good stories out there on uh, WWE uh, television uh, and everything else. Because again, I don't know if I trust Vince to allow him to do that. Is yeah, the that's the big question. Yeah. Even if they are paying him, like, many, many millions of dollars. Like, me and Brian Alvarez had a little argument earlier in the, the Twitch chat when he was doing his show. Uh, wrestling observer live and he was saying like you know if he if cody does sign with wwe he might be getting paid like four or five million dollars a year which is like you know massive for any sort of star and i'm going like yeah but that but how much do you do you think like how much do you actually trust vince is not just gonna bury him to spite AEW? that's the Mm -hmm. other thing and he was just like no way they're gonna bury somebody that's getting paid four or five million dollars like really what do you really put that past Vince at this point? Bro, they, you know? They've done it before. And that's the, that's the key thing. Exactly. Like, he's done it before. And like my thing with some of this is like, you know, when you look at Cody's perspective, you were, at, you had a chance to be part of something from the ground up. It's like our channel here. Like let's get ready network. Like I've been here for like ground up. I've also been part of other teams and stuff like that, but I never would have chose them over this because I've been here from the ground up. So like, when things happen, if we get like more and more like, you know, popular and, and have more and more fans and stuff like that, that watches and pay attention to us, then like I get to bear those fruits of those labors, man. Like, and yeah, if it does explode, you were part if of it. Does, so let's say another right channel now. came to yeah. me. Let's say another channel came to me and like what I did. Right. Like, and they were like, Oh, cool. Like we'll actually pay you some money to come over here. Like right. I could take that quick, easy cash, but I wouldn't because like, here's the thing. If I'm able to do my thing over here and do it good enough, like how much more am I going to get in the long term, not the short term, right? In the short term, you're going to get some stuff. But let's say AEW keeps going. Like they progressively have gotten closer and closer to WWE's numbers, right? As far as ratings and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. They even beat them in some key demos here. We got you know, every other week or something twice. every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> but like, listen, but WWE is still the big dog, right? AEW is what? Oh, yeah. AEW. And I was saying that earlier. WWE is always going to be the top dog. Like yeah. no, no matter what, even how, how bad their product is. In, in WWE can hit a 2 million in viewers. AEW's just crossed that 1 million, right? And they're right. consistently getting a million or a little bit above a million almost week after week now. So that like that is the base number, but they had to start out for something lower. And they've actually kept creeping up, creeping up, and creeping up to more consistency, right? Let's yeah. say one day, it might be two, three, five. It might even be five years from now. 
AEW starts even hitting better numbers, right? And it could happen because the WWE doesn't change some things to deal with what's going on with the company. Like it could happen, easily happen to where their ratings start dipping a little bit more because they keep losing. Here's the difference. WWE right now keeps dropping some viewers. Now it's gotten smaller and smaller, but it was a big, huge drop at one point. Mm -hmm. And now it's like uh, going down slower and slower, but they keep losing uh, viewers where AEW keeps gaining viewers little by little. little Right. Eventually if that keeps happening, AEW will eventually surpass or have better numbers than the WWE. So let's say especially with a guy like MJF, like MJF keeps bringing in the ratings and make the numbers go up, especially put him in punk. You know, it's like, yeah, but I'm just saying like if if Cody were to stay with the company, when that happens, right. And those big time TV deals start coming in and they get bigger and bigger and, and more and more money. They're already selling selling their tickets faster than yeah. a live tickets faster than WWE right now. AEW's hot, mm-hmm. like as far as like fans sold out twenty out to see them live. Twenty two thousand yes. people sold out at Arthur Ashe Stadium in the New York. Yeah, City. exactly. So like that stuff keeps happening. It gets bigger and bigger, and bigger, and the money comes in. And you're Cody Rhodes. Guess what the hell is going to come your way? Tony Khan is going to look at you as being one of the founders, one of the people that helped create this. You're going to get paid more money than almost anyone else on there, even if you don't truly deserve it, right? Even if you're not the biggest star. He's going to get to bear the fruits of that labor if he would have stuck with it. Like, I just don't know. This is kind of like burning a bridge. You know, like if he leaves, especially goes to WWE, that's going to leave a sour taste in like somebody like Tony Khan's mouth. Like, okay. Yeah, like, so if he were to leave, if he leaves right now and goes to New Japan, not that big of a thing. Right. Tony yeah. Khan would be like, all right, cool, whatever, dude. I get if he leaves it. right now, I like this theory. He goes and he buys Ring of Honor and he turns that into a company. No, that'd be hilarious. But I mean, you know what? Like, if he wants to run a company, though, he needs to run a company. He needs to find a way to be able to be the main backer. You can't act like Tony Khan's going to sit back in the back with a bunch of money, right? Like, you can't just sit back there and and have somebody that's fronting up all the money and all the risk and then get mad when they take some credit for it and stuff like that. All right, we're going to hit up a couple more of these. Jeremy Miller, I don't think Cody uh, should go back to WWE. What would he gain from it? That's a big question. Like, what would he gain from it? Money. Yeah. I mean, money, but like, dude, man, he's done. Like, WWE wouldn't even allow him to use his dad's name. They held that from him. And on top he of that. He finally got it back, and now he's going back over there? Like, yeah, what, it, it, what, on top of that, they, they, they didn't even allow properties that his dad came up with. Stuff like war games and stuff like that. Beach was break. That yeah. Rose came Bash up with. the beach. Yeah. Exactly. Those were things that like Dusty Rhodes, his father came up with, and WWE wasn't even using it and wouldn't allow him to have it. Like, that's what kind of company you're talking about possibly going back to. They held your father's stuff away from you on purpose for no reason. It wasn't like they were going around trying to use all this stuff all the time. They just wanted to keep it from you. Like, that's it, period. Like, it's Mm -hmm. your dad's stuff. Your dad's creative. Like, they just happen to have copyrights to and stuff because of certain deals and who they were and they bought WCW. So that included all the different things that they had and all this stuff. Like that's what kind of company you're possibly going back to. It's some piece of shit company that wouldn't even allow you to have stuff that they wasn't using. That was your dad's creation, your dad's creation. And now if you go back to there, that's why I'm saying. If he goes back to WWE, pure out sellout, like pure out sellout. He's got an ego problem. Plain and simple. And it's a pure sellout like to me. So there's that. I like uh, this one. 
WWE always viewed Cody as a mid-carder. That's only going to change if he becomes WWE or Universal Champion. He's not going to be Stardust again. That's interesting. I've heard some people say that, like, nah, he's oh, just, they're just, just going to be Stardust. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he's Cody Rhodes before he was Stardust a little bit. They never did anything with him with that character. But uh, I think maybe both. I remember there was one point where he was thinking about going back to WWE before AEW and part of his idea, or I think that might even been before he left, like when he was still Stardust. The idea is that he was going to do like Stardust on Raw and Cody Rhodes on SmackDown and like separate the two characters. So maybe that's part of the deal that he signs with WWE is that they let him do that. But yeah, I don't see him beating Roman Reigns. I'm sorry. I just don't like, it's just, they may, may make us think that he might, but I I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked if he shows up and say comes up against Roman Reigns and they let Roman Reigns squash him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, dude, but like, yeah, I mean, straight up, <laughs> I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen over and over and over again when it comes sting. to like. There's a history. Yeah. Like, look, look where they did the sting. Come on, like with Triple H, man. There. Like, like all these people that came in there. Like even Goldberg the first time, right Goldberg, when they brought him yeah. back uh, for a little while. I mean, now they're using him as like this thing to go out to Saudi Arabia and get a bunch of blood money. I mean, they're allowing that to happen now, but like before all that stuff, like uh, when he first came back, like look what they did to Booker T like yeah. made him look like a straight up jobber for they, the longest They've done a lot of, of guys wrong, Justin. They've done a lot of guys wrong. And it's like, bro, time after time after time, I've seen it, man. Vince McMahon has one of Vince. the biggest egos of all time. Like, look, we can go back because I've been watching a little bit of the attitude era. We can go back to the attitude era and we can say that Vince McMahon was playing a character, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of similarities in that character that he played, that heel he played on TV and who he truly is, right? Yeah. Like, he, he a big snobby bastard, he was. Like, there's stories <laughs> where he's on a plane with a million-dollar man, and 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 Ted DiBiase realizes why, why the million-dollar man, that he was basically playing Vince McMahon because they were on a plane, and this is whenever back in the day, like, it's, this is old school, so, like, you could actually smoke on an airplane. Yeah, and remember like, that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you could actually light up cigarettes, no, there was wish, this guy sorry, close not, to Vince McMahon. Not, not to derail the show or anything, but I wish they'd bring that back with weed and vaping, just like smoke weed on the plane. How awesome would that uh, be, right? right? But like, <laughs> but no, sorry. Vince McMahon had a guy that was like in the middle of trying to light up a cigarette, and he pays this dude like hundreds of dollars to not light it up. Like, bro, like I don't want to be around cigarettes, like like just because he's got tons of money he just does shit like that right and that's where like the million dollar man ted dibiase's kind of character came through because he's playing somewhat like a case of vince mcmahon dude like yeah sure and i'm telling you man that look and and, in older age and stuff like you you start getting things to get like hit your feels a certain way and stuff i I don't there's almost no way like i said that two two weeks to a month cody Rhodes will look like a star but then what happens after that first month Right, that's going to be the tell the yeah. the, the the test to me, right? Like if and, WWE and again, has actually done something different. This point here, what's going to change for Cody and WWE? Vince could book it bad again because he only sees Brock or Roman as champions. Everyone else is lower. Exactly. And he's a small guy. He's, when is he ever going to move on from Brock and Roman? Maybe The Rock next year will give him another run. But again, like no, he does not see anybody being above Roman Reigns right now. It's just the Listen, way it is. Look at what this man has done to someone who's great. Got a good body and everything, but he's small. Dolph Ziggler has been a jobber for years. Yeah. Years. Cody Rhodes even is even smaller and, 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 than and Dolph Ziggler. It's even Ziggler more baffling because the Ziggler thing, like he is a jobber, 
but yet he keeps getting title shots. He'll get a title shot. He'll lose. He'll get another title shot. He'll lose. He'll get a third fucking shot in the, the steel cage, and he'll lose that as well. No, no, like, but what are you see, doing? No, no, I get what you're saying there, but my point of bringing that it's up is so like dumb. body type. Cody's even yeah, smaller yeah. than Dolph Ziggler, like in a lot of ways, as far as muscular and everything else. And like Vince McMahon will not get, he does not, he hated having to give the title to somebody like Daniel Bryanson. He yeah. hated that. Like he did Pretty not like having to that. give that dude the title. Only reason why he did it is because the fans were so p- empowered at that point to where he had to do something to try to like get a lot of traction or whatever. Like you have to be something special, something mm-hmm. special to be able to like overcome that. Like a Shawn Michaels, for instance. Like, like the Rock. Yeah. And oh, Bret you Hart. mean a smaller guy like Bret Hart? Yeah, yeah. smaller guys and stuff yeah. like that that yeah. actually made Michael. it and made it big. Like you have to be special. Guess what, Cody? You were there for years, and not one time did they think you were no. special before. Only thing that's changed now is the fact that he went to AEW and made and helped make legit competition. Competition, for yeah. You think they're going to forget that? And and yeah, Jeremy here saying Cody's viewed by most fans is what Stephanie Man, Stephanie McMahon called Daniel Bryan a B plus player. He's popular, but he's not t- top tier. That's why he never became AEW champion. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, a, another part of what I would use as my argument. And Eric here saying, yeah, it would be all for the publicity and a rating spikes and the same old WWE bullshit. Absolutely. But no, um, it, it, it's look, crazy, it, man. It, it's just one of those things, like I said, that like overall, I'm going to wait and see. Uh, yeah. I'm one of those people that's a wait and see mode. I don't get on Twitter and start making like ridiculous claims. I see that. I, yeah. I never get in the middle of these like battles on Twitter or nothing like that, especially whenever yeah. a story first comes you out. You can't bother. Really don't know the story. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know the whole story. Like when the whole story comes out, eventually <clears throat> it will. The truth will yeah. come out, and eventually, like we'll be able to make judgments. What I'm saying right now is that from the space value, uh, if I took what I know now, this truly, and, and if it's not a work, if it's not like this great plan scheme, and it's not a work, Cody Rose comes out bad on this, not Tony Khan. I, I don't see any way. Tony Khan can come out looking very bad on this because here's the here's here we go because we got the reports right we got the reports that say that Tony Khan was taking more control and like the EVPs were having to step a state back from creative which is a good thing because you don't like I say you don't want your main stars to be part of creative because then every yeah. time they get a title run or get a title chance it looks bad on the company like and oh also- look at them. Look at them. They're they're just booking themselves championships. Yeah. The same backlash that Triple H was getting when he married into the family, right? Like because he would have the belt or go for yeah. the title. Those same yeah, kind of and things. It, and it also gets muddled because you have too many cooks in the kitchen. You have just Tony Khan making all the decisions. A little bit more simple, right. I think. Right. That that does simplify that too. But at the same time, it's like ego too. It's like, oh, you took some of his power away, and now. You know, he's over here doing this. And then, like, the fans doing what they were doing because they wanted him to turn heel and he didn't want to and stuff. It's, like, all ego-driven things. Like I said, I would lose some respect for Cody Rhodes. Uh, I'm not hating on the guy, even if it turns out that he did it all for ego. I've always yeah, been a Triple no, H fan, I, even though I no, can see the I writing on the wall sometimes. I'm not going to be like, tri- fuck you, Cody, or anything, you know? I mean, yeah, making yeah. a lot of money to support his family. You know, I never did true. that for, like, Triple H. I've always been a Triple H fan because, yeah. like, at the time, I always loved Triple H because, like, you had people like The Rock and Stone Cold that were always doing things and had to leave for a little while, not just because of injuries and stuff, but Triple H was always there trying to win the championship, you know what I'm saying? Like always yeah. being in the title hunt unless he was injured, physically injured and stuff. So I always gave Triple H props. And like 
all that, even though I did know like that he did certain things that were kind of shitty, right? So the same thing with Cody, even if he goes and does this and everything else, like I do think the guy is a great wrestler. I think he's a good storyteller and he always will be like, you can't take that away, but I do lose some respect because to me, like it, you're selling out your, your do like now all the things that you were telling me story-wise about the WWE, while you were part of AEW and getting AEW started now, was that all a lie? Was that all like, or was you being dishonest with everybody? Were you making those things up? Like, you know what I'm saying? So the, and I tell you what, like, this is something that a big to play. We, we, I brought up earlier the sledgehammer and the throne thing, like a shot towards triple H, uh, you know, exactly. Uh, is, is is he even possibly thinking about doing this now because Triple H isn't like they put him on the side? Like I don't even know if Triple H is even being allowed to. Triple come up H with is things. yeah he can, and he can't and he his in terms of like in ring as well uh, he's been dealing with like a heart thing or some some kind of uh, health problems over the, the last few months. So, uh, but I don't think he has nearly the place that he did in the company in terms of like all oh, possibly being the next guy in command to to take over for Vince kind of deal. Like no, no way anymore. Does he have that sort of stunt? And he's still married to Stephanie and everything. Bro. I've always wondered. I've always uh, joked about say like, I'm a big Auburn fan, Auburn, Alabama, like how, like how funny it would be if like an Alabama player is on the sidelines and there's like a part in the game where Alabama might be trying to win or something. But this dude's truly like an Auburn fan at heart. And he like does something to like, uh, screw over Alabama, like sack his own quarterback or something like that at a key moment of the game where the time's running out and he like takes off his like outer jersey and you see he's wearing Auburn colors underneath. You know, kind of like what they would do like with the NWO a little bit in WCW, you know? Like, what if, and this could be the biggest news story of all time, it would go down in infamy. What if Cody Rhodes says, all right, guys, this is what I'm going to do right now. I'm not 100% sure about signing a long-term contract. But what I will do is, is I will sign a contract right now to go to WrestleMania. And I'll even do the, the Monday Night Raw or the SmackDown, whichever show they want him on after WrestleMania. Right? So, like, I'll, I'll sign a short-term contract right now. I don't want any limitations I don't want you to be able to tell me I can't wrestle anywhere else. I just want a short-term contract that where I go through WrestleMania and then I uh, do the Monday night raw afterwards. He does his thing. He plays the, he plays the role. He goes, he, he does some, a couple of raws or whatever before WrestleMania this year, which is like six weeks away or so he goes and does that. Then he does that raw afterwards. And when he goes out, right, because it's going to be a big thing. Cody Rose is part of WrestleMania. It's a Raw afterwards. He'll probably even start the show out. His music could come on. He goes down there. And he's got the mic. And he does a true 100% CM Punk pipe bomb where it's actually a, it's actually a shoot. It's not a work. It's a shoot where he literally just comes out there and, and just puts WWE on blast and just, and that's it. Right. So obviously they'll, if that happened for real, like they'd be trying to cut his microphone off all this bull crap. And then he just like walks away through the crowd and shows back up at AEW dynamite, like the next week. Like I've never understood why nobody ever came up with that plan 
to like it, when you get into these like ratings wars and stuff where you actually set a plant in there like, like somebody that don't matter yeah. an infiltrator to go in and do some crap that ain't gonna happen but it no. would be hilarious I'd justin love i love your idea uh, i also love this idea i'm gonna laugh if cody just returns tomorrow night on aew yeah that'd be yeah. that'd be ridiculous Hey, but, another thing. We've been going about this for a while. So right, right. this could be a point. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, though. If this is set up, not like what I was talking about, like this whole grand scheme uh, fantasy booking I was doing just then. But if this was set up and this is a work, right? This is where uh, Cody Rhodes and AEW are kind of in this together and they're making the story about him not signing. And then like eventually he's going to come back and everything else and all this stuff. Let's say if that's happening, this is actually truly genius too, because this is bigger story than even WrestleMania on the way. Let this drown out all the all the WrestleMania yeah. news. Nobody cares because we're going to talk about one of those really. I know quick. there was another massive story yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Nobody's exactly. talking so, like, about it. So right. So Crazy. this overshadows everything, and this could mm-hmm. be a ploy to where they try to take some of that away. But go ahead, Dagan. Yeah. Tell us what the next thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, no, because we, we've been going for this about a while. I thought we were going to yep. maybe do like 20, 30 minutes and it turns into an hour show. So uh, uh, I really appreciate you all sticking with us and tuning in here tonight. Um, but, yeah, man, this, this if any other week, would be a massive news story that everybody was talking about. WWE Dragon Stone Cold Steve Austin out of retirement, possibly for a match at WrestleMania with Kevin Owens. The report here from Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer himself saying that a match between the two is being discussed for this year's WrestleMania. It takes place April 2nd and 3rd in Arlington, Texas. It would be Austin's first match since WrestleMania 19 in 2003, where he lost to The Rock. Uh, obviously, he's been uh, not in ring competition since then due to neck injuries uh, stemming from that botched pile driver spot from Owen Hart, SummerSlam 97. Ouch, that was brutal. Um, but he sort of, I think, in recent years talked about how he, you know, all these other guys are getting back in the ring, so why can't he? And I, I like, joked a few years ago that they were going to drag Stone Cold Steve Austin out of retirement for a uh, for a Saudi Arabia show because it seemed like they were doing that with everybody, with The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and all this bullshit for just, you know, for blood money, basically. But, you know, I, I'm not so sure about this one. I think it's it's definitely risky bringing Stone Cold Steve Austin back, and it, and it also kind of shows that WWE is trying to sort of scrape the barrel in terms of, you know, selling tickets for WrestleMania or, uh, you know, uh, digging into the Legends pot and bringing back some of these guys when they're sort of uh, a, a bit desperate, you know. Um, but it does look like they're building towards it. Uh, that Kevin Owens has sort of called out um, the state of Texas burying the state of Texas and that everybody's sort of seeming that that indicates a return for Stone Cold Steve Austin, which if reports are true here, WWE trying all that they can to get him back for a match at WrestleMania in Texas. So yeah, man, I think this is a, could be a a pretty big mistake if they do. Uh, But maybe it'll be one of those instances where it's just all offense from Stone Cold. Kevin Owens certainly being a type of guy to put over Austin in that way, I'm sure, even if it's just like a two-minute, you know, he hits a pile driver and wins kind of deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I agree. At least, you know, the promos about the stunners would be great. Um, and, you know, he can justify it. It, it. Jerry Miller here again saying if it's in Dallas, Stone Cold's healthy enough, then why not create a fun feud between him and Kevin Owens? 
I agree with that, but I just think there's a lot of risk bringing back somebody like Stone Cold. Uh, Justin, thoughts on this? Listen, Jeremy, because you're the one to chat. You're the one talking about this subject. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, afraid I'm about to be a Debbie Downer. Uh, I'm also going to spoil it for everyone right now because okay. WWE is so damn predictable. Of course, you've got the setup with Owens. Owens don't have a match. He's going to be pissed. He's going to. I don't know if it's going to be night one or night two, but Kevin Owens is going to come out and start talking about how he didn't get a match for WrestleMania and everything else and how disrespectful it is and all this bull crap. And he's going to start janking on the people in Texas, like calling them a bunch of damn hillbillies or whatever, you know, you're a bunch of piece of trash, you know, you're a bunch of garbage. Texas sucks. Only thing big in Texas is how big of an idiots you guys are, you know, shit like that. And then like Stone Cold's music is going to hit. He's going to come down. And they're going to get in the fisticuffs and Stone Cold's obviously after a few punches and stuff like that's going to get the best of it. Hit a stunner right in the middle of the ring. Uh, Kevin Owens is going to sell the shit out of it. Yep. And then you're going to get uh, uh, Stone Cold catching a couple of brewskis and smashing them together and blah, getting like only 1% <laughs> of it actually in his mouth. Can we do that again for, for Danny for a gift? Ah. Like that's exactly what's going to happen, guys. Like here goes the deal. I have Peacock right now. Like, I like going back and watching some of the old school wrestling. And uh, on the channel not long from now, we're actually going to have, like, a trivia contest where uh, – a wrestling trivia contest. Like, uh, actually started and uh, come up with the idea. Breaking by, news. By, yeah, by Vermont Mike. So, like, uh, that's one of the people that's going to help. More details like, coming out. soon. Yeah, so exactly. But it. here goes the point I'm trying to make. It's like I got Peacock right now so I can watch some of these older wrestling things. Listen, guys, like, I don't give a crap. Like, it's so, I have it. I will not watch WrestleMania. I won't watch it. At best case, if I hear something good about a match, I might go watch that particular match, right? Sure. Like, I might go watch one or two key moments in it, but I'm not going to sit You're down You're not going to sit there nights. for four hours on Saturday, four hours on Sunday. Hell no. Hell no, yeah. because like even this I got thing better with Stone shit Cold, to do as well. No, no, even this thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin is too damn predictable. I know exactly what's going to happen. Like it's and it's like whatever, dude. Like, yeah, why? like, it, like I don't even know why Home Dude's even talking about Texas. Like it'd be different if Kevin Owens was from Texas. He may live there now, but like he's from Canada. Like he's not even from America. Like what? What is this hateful? Like why is he not like Texas for some reason? Like I like look to me, it it is what it is. The only similarities is because they do the stunners, but I already know what's going to happen. I seen Stone yeah. Cold do that thousands of times. I just watched him do that yesterday on my TV, watching some '97 Raws. Like it's it's so predictable. Like it's not going to be like oh yeah, like this is what's up or whatever, right? It's not going to be like a surprising shock you're literally going to hear his music you're, kevin owens is going to come out and then you're going to be just sitting there waiting because you know stone cold's music's about to hit you know it's gonna go and he's gonna come running down there like probably not even running because he's too damn old so it's probably gonna be more of a, a skip he's gonna Scuffle. skip down there. he's gonna he's gonna skip down to the ring through the daisies and then he's gonna like Shuffle. yeah <laughs> throw a couple of big time punches and then like hit a stunner man it's not it's yeah <laughs> To some people, 
it's gonna be that straight nostalgia like fucking syringe getting put into their bicep or whatever, and they're gonna <laughs> run around and get all crazy. Like oh, get me with member berries. I, I seen Stone Cold Steve berries. Austin. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin, a stunner, a stunner. Oh God, he member stunners, member yeah, Stone like, Cold. But like, if some people's gonna love it, like Jeremy may love it, right? Like other people may love seeing it, even though it's so predictable. Me, I'm over it, man. It's like whatever, yeah. dude. And like, I, I don't, I don't really have much other interest in, in WrestleMania. Jeremy against here saying I don't have high hopes for WrestleMania 38 till I see the card. Yeah, Brock versus Roman again. Who gives a shit? Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey yeah. versus Charlotte Flair again. I would have much preferred Ronda, Ronda and Becky, which I guess we're getting next year. But it's like I have no vested interest in watching this show. I just like what Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and fucking Roman Reigns again. Like that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons why I watch AEW every week is like maybe uh, it's two people I don't particularly care for wrestling. Yeah. The one. So sometimes I'm not saying they make the right decisions every time. Yeah. But every week there's new matchups with people that you didn't even think about. Yep. Like WWE, you turn over there and it's like a rematch from last week. Sometimes there's people that wrestled each other three times, three weeks in a row. Like in AEW, at least there are like new faces and stuff. Like I said, sometimes they make mistakes on who I think they match up or whatnot, or maybe I don't even care about this other person that this guy's fighting and everything else. But like in the long run, like they can just sit there. The toys that they have to play with right now with the low amount of TV time that they have, like, dude, they can sit here and have countless possibilities. Oh, yeah. Championship matches who have the championship when you go to WWE, there's literally like maybe three guys on each show, Munt, Raw, and SmackDown, that could win the belt for legitimately. Look, they have a tag division that's literally got three tag teams. Right. Like three tag teams, dude. Like what the hell is that? Like literally. How, like, I, I, how are they going to have like a, a, a Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royale like in a women's WrestleMania Battle Royale when they don't have enough people on their roster because they fired them all? Well, not even that, man. It's not even like firing everybody on their roster, but it's like, like, God, dude, like, you don't have stars. Like, beyond Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and let's say AJ Styles is still a star. Let's say some people might even consider um, uh, not Brock Lesnar. uh, Well, they got, like, Seth Rollins. They got, like, Kevin Owens. Yeah. I don't even consider Kevin Owens is not a star. uh, 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 They never let him be a star. That's the problem with the Fiend. But that's yeah. A, yeah, Randy Orton like might be a star because he was a star at one point. He's right? always been a star. There, but like, yeah. but but what you want to call it? Like, you know, Bray Wyatt and all them, man. Like, they never let them people be a star. No, they never gave them a true chance. But that crap they did with like stupid ass uh, Seth Rollins and the Hell in a Cell with like the Fiend and everything, and then the yeah. dumbass thing they just did not that long ago where the lights and they don't even explain none of this bullshit. The lights went out and the motherfucker turnbuckle broke. Like, oh, yeah. what was it? Roman Reigns versus fucking, like, uh, what's his face? The uh, the demon. The uh, Yeah, there, Balor, he was facing yeah. the demon, but Finn Balor. Like, the fucking lights went out for no reason. Like, the turnbuckle broke, and he fell down and lost the match. And then there was no explanation of, like, who did it. Like, I guess God did it. It happened. Like, it just happened. Like, that's, like, the dumb uh, shit that I God's can't... God's revenge for jobbing out to Vince McMahon all those That's the right? dumb crap <laughs> that I just can't get over. Look, I like some outlandish characters. Like, in AEW, I keep hoping that Abaddon gets, like, more and more of a push. 
and like maybe she can be more and more on dynamite. She does a lot. Make of her TBS stuff. champion, man. Have her. Yeah, yeah something like that. that. But if she's a crazy <laughs> character with like this yeah. zombie look and zombie feel to her, but like, and she's crazy. Like that's that's crazy what she does and stuff. And like, so I can get behind these crazy characters like the Fiend. Hell, I Alexa Bliss. Like what what she was doing not long ago wasn't super bad to me because I like some of that stuff where you're taking chances. And doing these crazy characters to a certain point. Yeah, well, but we, don't we make not the have matches. Any, uh, Undertaker, right? But, but yeah. don't make the matches stupid. Like, right. don't make them like a turnbuckle break. Like that kind of shit right there, I can't deal with. Like you, you man, Fiend I'm gonna gets, turn that crap off. Fiend gets distracted by a box and then like loses to one RKO from Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. Oh boy, man, Justin, what a crazy time we live in as professional wrestling fans, huh? It's nuts. Yeah, man. but uh, but I will say to the guys, like, because we're about to get out of here. That that's that that's all the news topics. That those two big ones, and one of them obviously took a lot of time because it's like a big, it's the biggest news. Yeah. In wrestling, probably Easy in the to last talk like her, ten years. For an hour about that topic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, uh, we're gonna start doing this more often, guys. Where we like, uh, just straight up, it, it can be random, kind of like it was today, yep. where there's not a lot of preparation and stuff. There's uh, because news happens. Uh, and everything else. And it's not going to always be the biggest news in the world like this one right here. So we're not just doing it for that. This yeah. is something we've been planning on doing. It for fun. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about uh, <clears throat> if there's any kind of news to talk about and have fun talking about, we're going to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Whether it even be like decisions that were made, like maybe WrestleMania happens and there, so a shocker happens. It's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you that it won't. But like I say, if a shocking <laughs> piece of news or something comes out of that, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about other things too, as well, as far as like AW and WWE news and stuff. Cause I still pay attention. Like, I'll listen to a podcast here or there that breaks down. I'll listen to a podcast. This is how bad Raw and SmackDown are most of the time. I will literally listen to a podcast that talks about it rather than watch it because that's how Fair. bad it is. Yeah. Same I can I do, do the, the podcast same. thing. I can listen to the podcast while I'm at work. It's not really taking up any more of my time. Yeah. I can do that on my drive to work or something like that when I'm normally not doing anything, but maybe listening to music, but literally sitting in front of a TV for three hours for raw or two hours for SmackDown or even like what now the two hours for NXT, like any of those shows, that literally takes time away from me doing actual stuff with my free time. And I'm not going to sit there and watch it until it gets better. Look, I'm not a WWE hater. I love WWE dude. I agree. I I wish it was great. I love it. I wish Raw and SmackDown were fucking great, but they're not. The problem is, it's not what it once was, and it's not even close to it, and it's terrible programming. I want them to get better. You know why I root for AEW? I hope AEW starts to beat them in the ratings. You know why? Not because I want WWE to go away or AEW to buy WWE. You know, what kind of ironic shit would that be? But let's just say, I don't want none of that stuff to happen. I don't want WWE to fail. I want WWE to feel enough pressure to where they get better. Damn. And maybe Vince McMahon steps down and gives it to someone because he feels the pressure enough to have to do that. And it's not going to happen until no. someone like AEW actually legit gives them the run for their money. And I'm t- and it starts hurting their money. And every time AEW gets more and more ratings, guess what happens? The people are going to look at their TV contract and go, look, AEW is not, they're not even paying that much for AEW. And we're paying you this much, and they're doing just as good as you. Nah, brah. Nah, we got screwed last time. We're not getting screwed again. When it starts hurting their pocketbook, then WWE may actually do something and may actually change oh, something. That's and the I'm thing. sorry. Once it hurts the pocketbook, once it hurts the ratings. Yep. And I'm sorry. This would be one of the last things right here. 
that AEW has been getting a little bit of crap, right? Because like the diversity thing and stuff like that, like saying they're not pushing enough black wrestlers and everything. They've got black wrestlers over there and Latino wrestlers over there. Yeah. Right, right. Like that they give pushes to and everything else. And like you just say, Kay Gargill, like somebody super new and fresh at this, that doesn't even have a super amount of experience. I think Keith Lee's going to win the TNT title. Might be, but my point being is though, is like, you have, they do have these people that they're trying to slowly build up and make characters and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Guess what? I would be more ashamed of what WWE just got through doing with Big E. I love Big E. Uh-huh. He deserves it. Oh, man. Yeah. He's a great worker, a great guy. Like he deserves to be a, made a champion. They gave him the championship and gave he him gave the him shittiest a, run. Nothing the run. The shittiest run that they gave any champion in the last couple yeah. of years. Because Lashley before him had a pretty good solid run going. Roman Reigns has yep. had a, a all those people. I'm sorry, I agree. All those people bitching about diversity in AEW, that's what you should really be bitching about. Don't be bitching about that because it's nothing. It's a non-story. Bitch about the guy that really should have got one of the biggest title runs, one of the big and one of the, the sad stars part is in the company. They're tag team partners and it. they did it even just as bad or even worse with Kofi Kingston when they let him hold oh, the yeah. belt for like a little bit of time. Gave him yep. some chump. Yeah, that big moment at WrestleMania, you know. Yep. Some nothing fucking title defenses, and then he just loses to Lesnar in that's seconds, disrespectful. One five. That's fucking that's bullshit. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. I agree. I agree. Yeah, sorry about our language here. The very I'm kind of golf rails, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, rant to close the show here, everybody. Yeah, but look, I it is what it is, and like Jeremy, like yeah, man, like I agree a little bit with this uh, to a certain point. Yeah, one like, of the best. When you make, yeah, when you make responses, right. though, you got to think about it. Like, and I wish Tony yeah. didn't make as many responses as he did on certain items, but when you do make responses, you're going to say things that may not sound the best ever. Like, I don't think what he yeah. said was like shitty, like super bad or anything. I just think it was one of those things to where you probably should have ran that through your mind two or three or four times. Right. Yeah. Or it, like maybe yeah. show it, show it to somebody in, in your, on your team mm-hmm. and, and have them approve it first. But yeah, yeah, it definitely could have been worse, but like, look, guys, oh, we've been yeah. going over an hour. Hell Absolutely. yeah, but it's been fun. I've had a fun time talking about wrestling. Good talking with professional wrestling with you again, Justin. It's been a little yeah. while. It's been a little while, man. It's been a little while. So, uh, like, hey, until next time we get some news break in, we'll put it out there. We'll post it yeah. on our Twitter and everything oh, else. Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty more to come, man. It's yeah, a crazy please, time. Yeah, please follow Twitch. Please go to the YouTube channel because we'll be throwing this up over yep. there on YouTube as well. Uh, and follow and, and subscribe over there to help us get us to a thousand, man. We're trying to get to a thousand so we can make the channel living better because once you reach that, it's not about making any money. It's actually about uh, being able to make the channel better and being able to yeah. like do things that we can't do because we haven't reached that threshold yet. But uh, thank you guys, man. Until next time. Peace.